Welcome to Love, Money, and the Law, where you'll find conversations about everything relationships, marriage, and divorce. I'm your host, Cindy Hyde, and my goal is to bring you new insights and points of view through legal, psychological, financial, and spiritual perspectives. Be sure to check out lovemoneylaw.com for live seminars, free videos, and products related to many of the topics we'll discuss. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to Love, Money, and the Law, where we promote peace and understanding in relationships and family law. The subject is prenuptial agreements. What they are, do you need one, and how much does one cost? I'm Cindy Hyde, and I'm here to help you prepare for a happy marriage. After years of practice as a family law attorney in Houston, Texas, I believe these contracts lay a positive foundation for a lifelong committed partnership. Some might say, aren't we just preparing for a divorce because our marriage even hasn't gotten started? No, it's really just the opposite. I encourage you to listen with an open mind and consider that a marriage contract is an act of love. I want to emphasize that nothing here is legal advice. The purpose of this information is to bring awareness to issues that are a part of these contracts. If you decide that this is something you want to do, then you and your partner will each need to contact an attorney in your state to see how the issues apply to your personal circumstances. Here's a quick story. I have a friend who's widowed and she was marrying a divorcee. They both have adult children and grandchildren and they're in their late 60s. They thought they didn't need a prenup because their estates are pretty equal in value but they weren't thinking about what would happen when one of them passed away and the children would want to claim their inheritance. They also hadn't considered that if the marriage didn't last, they could potentially lose what they were bringing into the marriage if they hadn't stipulated their separate property. After working with their lawyers, they decided to keep both their houses and make some other unconventional choices about what their marriage would look like. Plus, both they and their children are now confident that their financial and legal issues are handled in a way that protects everyone involved so they can relax and be a family. When you're in love and looking forward to your future together, the last thing most of us want to think about is how the relationship might end. However, answering the hard questions before you say, I do, truly sets you up for a longer, happier union. Statistics still reflect that in the United States, about half of first-time marriages won't last a lifetime. Unfortunately, the odds of success are even bleaker the more times you marry. I like to compare having a prenup to buying an insurance policy. If you were buying a house and knew in advance that it had a likelihood of about 50% chance of burning down, would you buy fire insurance? Probably so. Today. I will help you think about an insurance policy for your upcoming marriage. So what is a prenuptial agreement? Simply stated, it's a binding contract between two people before marriage that establishes rights to property and support in the event of death or divorce. You and your partner decide what your financial life will look like instead of the statutes of your state. You can also stipulate personal rights and obligations that will be met during marriage, such as a commitment to a health and fitness regime, or even a range of weight gain. 
These clauses may or may not be enforceable, however, depending on the court. Typically, both of you must fully disclose all assets and their values and your debts. Full disclosure for some may be uncomfortable, but it promotes honesty and a good faith basis for a solid relationship. It's also impossible to negotiate your position if you don't have all the information about what rights you're waiving. I can assure you that one of the biggest reasons for divorce is because of disagreements about money, how to spend it or how to save it. This is an example of how a prenup prompts discussion about one of the most important aspects of your relationship. The even bigger advantage of crafting a prenup is that you must have meaningful conversations about how you envision your life together. It isn't only words on paper about your finances. It requires you to clearly define your values, and compatible values are the most critical aspect of your success as a couple. This requires a certain level of maturity, and in some cases, a period of pause. Healthy conversations promote openness, honesty, transparency, and trust. You may discover some things that you didn't know about each other before you started your discussions. The process also grounds you in reality beyond the wedding day. Your commitment to the marriage is really put to the test well in advance of your ceremony. And frankly, some couples don't make it through the negotiations about money, intimacy, family, children, retirement, and inheritance. It's better though to know upfront that you disagree on basic foundations so you can avoid a costly, heartbreaking mistake. A prenup only becomes effective the moment you get married in ceremony. The contract usually lasts for the duration of the marriage, but you can decide for it to expire at a set number of years. A clause like this is aptly called a sunset clause because your contract stipulates that it will expire at a time specified on a date certain in the future. If drafted and executed properly, these contracts are recognized in most every state of the courts and the country across the nation. You may be wondering, do I need a marriage contract? The best way to know this answer is to contact a family law attorney in your state who's familiar with drafting these agreements. Sometimes there are ways to resolve issues that don't require the time, complexity, or expense of drafting a contract. It's possible that the reasons for considering a prenup are already addressed in your state statutes or can be handled by a simpler approach. So what are some typical scenarios when you might need a prenup? Overall, the most common reasons for creating a marital contract include number one, to protect income. Depending on whether you live in a separate property state or a community property state, it may be necessary to have a contract in order to keep income earned by either spouse, his or her separate property. Each state in the country has its own rules about the character of property and how various forms of income is treated. This is one of the many reasons why it's so important to check with a family law attorney in your state. Number two, to protect real property rights. Let's say that one of you has purchased a home or other real estate investment before marriage. 
The issue of ownership, including what funds will be used to pay down a mortgage or how the proceeds generated from investment property will be characterized after marriage, are ideal subjects for a prenup. When state law is contrary to your desired outcome, this invites the need for a marriage agreement. Number three, to protect personal property assets. Items such as fine art, antiques, and family heirlooms are separate property items, but it's always a good practice to itemize and video these possessions. Unless you specifically give them to your spouse, the general rule across the country is that these items will remain your personal property in the event of divorce. You brought it in, you take it out. Number four, to protect entrepreneurial interests such as a professional practice or a business. Let's say you both are physicians. One of you is employed by a large hospital and the other has his or her own private practice. There may be a disparity in income. One doctor may want to protect the income and the equity in the medical practice from becoming part of the marital estate, just in case of divorce. This is an ideal scenario for a prenup. Number five, to protect the terms of an existing contract, such as an employment agreement or a buy-sell agreement. It's always a good idea to set out these issues contractually. Most anything can be part of the terms of a prenup, as long as it's not against public policy. What's not okay is to try and restrict matters of child support, visitation, and custody. These are best interest tests of the children in courts across the country and cannot be contractually altered between parties. Sound like the end of your romance? Clearly, your conversations about money issues immediately require you to address the heart of your commitment to your relationship and how you view your marriage. Do you believe that marriage is about being one in all aspects, including your finances? Or do you feel that your financial independence is a reflection of your individuality and the money you earn should be therefore your separate property? If you feel anxious about sharing your income and the assets you accumulate during marriage, why? Maybe there are other reasons for your hesitancy that you're not facing. Now is the time. Finally, how much does it cost to get a prenuptial agreement? The answer is, it depends. And how much does it cost to not get one? Once you've established the need, the cost can vary widely between lawyers. Much depends on the complexity of the contract and the time involved. Some attorneys charge a flat fee or an hourly rate. Others may charge a percentage of the assets that are subject of the contract. Just as in any insurance policy, the premium will depend on the value of the asset that it insures. These documents and their schedules can be very lengthy, depending on the complexity of the assets and the estates at stake. They require thoughtful reflection and agreement between yourself and your future partner. While prenups follow similar format, each one is as unique as you are and requires careful attention and consult with your attorneys. Whatever the cost, however, it's a small price to pay for security. 
At minimum, it will mitigate the cost and expense of litigation in the event of divorce, provided that it's drafted properly and that the parties have honored the terms of the agreement. And by the way, I personally know of no circumstances that would call for using a form from the internet. These contracts are specific to your personal life and that means the language is too. If you think you need a prenup, each of you will need a family law attorney with experience in this area to assist. I hope you found this information helpful. If you want to know more, check out other videos and podcasts from Love, Money and the Law at lovemoneylaw.com. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Love, Money and the Law. Be sure to subscribe to receive a note about the next topic. When you subscribe, it helps support this effort to bring you independent insights into topics that matter in your family and beyond.